Oh, oh, are we starting? Oh, hi. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fill My Hole. My name is Phil Balabanos, as it always is, because that's the name they gave me, and I don't plan to change it, because that is my truth. Uh, today I have a bit of a story for you. I have a little tale. Uh, I don't want to call it a cautionary tale. I don't want to call it... I don't want to call it... Uh, an example to follow. It's just a story. It's my story. It's very specific. And you will make of it what you will. It is a form of information. I mispronounced that, sorry. Uh, so here, here's where we're at, okay? First and foremost, it is spring and that's awesome. And it's beautiful outside. Today is, I mean, how, what is it? It's 25 and a half, 25 and a half degrees right now. Um, and I decided on this most beautiful of days to come and lock myself in my studio, close the curtains, and sit here in the dark and talk to a screen. Uh, because, hey, I'm a weird guy. Also, it's allergy season, so I feel terrible all the time. <laughs> and that'll kind of lead into this next story. For those of you who don't know, I live in Montreal. I mean, I think, I think anyone who watches this at this point knows that or can tell from my strangely and vague ethnic Montreal accent. Um, Montreal has been the epicenter for COVID, I mean, since the beginning. Um, so what's happened now, the vaccines are available and they're vaccinating elderly populations and they're vaccinating people who are at risk. I'm not at risk and I'm not elderly yet. <laughs> um, but what they did is for certain parents of school-aged children in specific neighborhoods that have had uh, outbreaks, they vaccinated us. They give us the option to get vaccinated. Um, when our turn came up, my wife and I were kind of just... Like, eh, should we do it? It's early. We always wanted to do it. We were going to do it. We thought maybe more people would have, had, would have done it by then. Like, you know, once 5 million people of your peers have had the vaccine and everything's fine, you feel a lot better, right? So our turn came up and we're like, ah, oh, let's think about it for a few days. And we finally decided to do it. And we tried to book the appointments and we couldn't because there were no more slots because we waited too long. So at that point, we were like, fuck, now we got to wait till like June. Um, so what ended up happening was they opened up more days, which, I mean, the government is rarely efficient and rarely does exactly what you needed to. This was one of those times. So we got our appointments, and I'll, I'll kind of walk you through the process. So you get there, and it's weird. It's like, it's weird. I've worked mass vaccination campaigns when H1N1 happened, and I used to work for the healthcare system. Um, it was not like that. This was very different. There was like six intake points. Sorry, I'm a little thirsty. Uh, there was like six steps, be like, I don't remember if it was six or if it was five, uh, thinking now, I don't remember. It was like, one, who are you and can you get vaccinated? Two, who are you again? Then three, let's confirm who you are. Then there was like a sit-down session with like, I guess she was a nurse, I'm not sure. She's just kind of telling us what the vaccine is and what we're getting. We got, I think uh, it was the Pfizer on that day. Uh, and so on and so forth. And then you get your vaccine. Seems simple enough, right? Once you get your vaccine, you have to go sit in this like designated area. We got it in an, uh, like a hockey arena. I mean, there was no ice, obviously. It's just a big open space uh, right near where I live, like two minutes away. So we get our vaccines. I expected, I don't know what I expected. I expected to have this overwhelming sense of relief when I got vaccinated. I did not have it. <laughs> um, excuse me. I just kicked the desk. I did not have an overwhelming sense of relief. I had, uh, I mean, nothing. I felt the same. I, to be honest, I was more anxious in the days, like the one or two days leading up to the vaccine than anything else. Like I was relieved to not be anxious anymore once I got it. That was about it. 
Uh, and then we sat down and we're just chilling and they give us these little cards that say you've been vaccinated, put it in your vaccination, uh, you know, the immunization booklet that we have here, get back the little blue book. We're sitting there and I'm like, I'm scanning these things with my phone so I can keep a copy and we're talking and all of a sudden, out of the blue, it like, I just get nauseous, like beyond nauseous. And I look at my wife and I go, I need to get some water because I might throw up. And she's like, sure, I'll, I'll ask. There was like a, a guy, we found out later he was a paramedic. Uh, but there was someone like watching over the people just in case like someone had an allergic reaction or something, I guess. So she tells them that, you know, I'm feeling kind of queasy, which I've never felt queasy from a needle, from a blood draw, from a vaccine. Like it's not something that bothers me. She tells them that he comes over. He's like, okay, uh, do you feel anything else? I was like, no, I mean, just kind of nauseous, a little lightheaded. He goes, let me take your vitals, make sure. So he takes my vitals. Everything's fine. He tells me that a lot of people have been having like this emotional response to getting the vaccine because we've been living under this for so long and they like get lightheaded for a split second and it passes. I said, okay, I mean, that's, it tracks. Go home, eat dinner, wake up the next morning, feel normal, completely fine. My wife, her arm hurts, like it hurts. Mine doesn't. By the th second day post-vaccine, I mean, that's when everything started to like, uh-oh, like, this sucks. And I don't mean scary sucks. It just sucked. Excuse me. So what happens at that point is, and, like, I'm only telling you guys this story. I don't want to scare anyone. Like, I, I, it didn't almost kill me. It, well, I've, had, I've been way more sick. I didn't have an allergic reaction. My 5G is not off the charts. Nothing like that. I'm just telling people what it was like because a lot of people really wonder. And, you know, you either get these terrifying stories or, like, oh, it was fine. It was fine. This was somewhere in the middle. It wasn't terrifying, that's for sure. Have you ever been, how can I, have you ever been so sick that everything just hurts? Like your legs ache from the flu, for example? That's how I felt. That is exactly how I felt. It's just like fatigue, like weakness, and just like a general sense of like malaise, just feeling like shit. Um, and it lasted, at its worst, was like four days after. That was like the worst of it. I just felt like lightheaded and dizzy. I just wanted to sleep all the time. Uh, I still went to work and did whatever I needed to do. I mean, anyone who follows me on Pantelis' channel knows I've been doing morning shows and a bunch of shoots and I'm busy. Um, so maybe it's because I didn't have a chance to rest. That's why I felt so shitty. But it sucked. On day four, it sucked. I'm not going to lie. It was, what, what, from what I read online, like I looked into it, it was the type of response people are having to their second dose. Which leads me to believe that it's possible that at some point I may have had COVID. I mean, I don't know if that's true. I, I really don't know. Um, maybe I did. I've been tested multiple times when I was sick. No one ever told me I had COVID. So, I mean, nothing is impossible, I suppose, with this thing. So, yeah, four days in, I was the worst. I think I felt better, like, on the 10th day, I felt normal. Like, by the 10th day, I felt completely normal. The problem is my muscles had been so sore and so achy for so long that I had been like compensating because I was tired and I was still busy and I had things to do that like I got like a stiff neck from it and like my lower back was aching after. So, I mean, nothing a massage didn't fix. Like I went to like a massage therapist and they must massage the way the pain, like it's gone. Like my neck is fine now. Look at that. It's wiggly, wiggly. Imagine I hurt myself doing that on camera. That'd be fantastic. That'd be such a me thing to do. So on the ninth day, as I was starting to feel better, spring sprang like hard in Montreal and uh, I don't know if you guys know this is a little known fact 
cities tend to only plant male trees because it's less cleanup. There's no seeds. And that's why most people who have allergies who live in a city, it's way worse because they're just fucking I mean, effectively ejaculating tree semen into the air all the time. And I mean, even now, like my asthma is like triggering, like I feel it. And I don't have real asthma. I have allergic asthma. It only triggers when, when the seasons change. Uh, so like every so often when I do that, it's because I'm talking fast and like I'm just not getting enough oxygen in because I'm so congested. I mean, I wonder how I sound on mic. I'm curious. Now, do I sound extra congested? I wonder. So yeah, that was kind of my, uh, that was it. I mean, it's not a very exciting story. I felt shitty. Uh, day three, I was like, I'm not even getting the second dose. Like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I mean, that feeling has passed. And I'm two weeks post-vaccine now, which means according to the pamphlet they gave me and all the information that's out there, in, in six days, I will be more or less, not fully, but more or less protected from dying from COVID. Like, it's not going to kill me. It's not going to put me in the hospital, which is nice. I'm not going to lie. You know, I, no one wants to die from COVID. So, like, that's a good thing. I'm not against it. Uh, my grandfather has gotten his. I know a bunch of the other parents at the daycare. None of them had a bad response like I did. My wife had a similar experience, like feeling just shitty, but not to the extent that I did. Also, she has the pain threshold, I mean, of an Amazon. She, I, I've seen her break things and kind of walk it off. So that's not a very good comparison. I mean, you know, they say you can't compare apples to oranges. I mean, technically you could. They're both fruits. Uh, and we're both people, but you can't compare our pain thresholds. Like, should they cut children out of her? So, hmm. um, and that's kind of what's been going on. Uh, I've noticed a few weird things since the vaccine that don't aren't specifically pertaining to the vaccine itself. Like, I don't mean biologically. I'm just mean like clients who want to book shoots with me. <laughs> when they find out I'm vaccinated, uh, not everyone. I mean, it's happened only a few times, but they're like, "Oh wow, that's great." I was like, thank you. I feel safer too. And they're like, no, it's great. If we're going to be in the same space together, at least you're vaccinated. I mean, I don't really have the heart to tell them that me being vaccinated doesn't help them in any way. Because, I mean, I could still have it, give it to them. They'll get sick. I won't. I mean, it's great for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, a lot of people have been messaging me when they found out that I got vaccinated and like, as if I had the golden ticket and they're so jealous and, and they're freaking out and you got vaccine envy. Because people want, they want to feel safer. People are tired of living the way we've been living for the past year. And I get that. I'm, I mean, I'm still living. Nothing's changed for me yet. Uh, I don't think anything will, really. But um, that's half of the response. And there's a, there's a small percentage who have messaged me and they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why would you let them chip you? And I, I wonder sometimes how much of what they're saying is truth, how much of it is like governed by fear of the unknown, and how much of it is just straight up they believe that we're being chipped like cattle. Uh, I know David Icke had done like a thing 10 years ago where he describes like this pandemic. I mean, it's a pretty common trope in dystopian sci-fi. It's nothing, like if I wrote this story 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been reinventing the wheel, is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, so a lot of people like kind of like hate for like, why would you do that? You're so stupid. And I was like, all right, I didn't tell you what to do. And I'm not doing this, like I saw, <laughs> I saw Morgan Freeman do this really awkward, really creepy, if you trust science, or if you do, how did he say it? He said, a lot of people don't trust science. I mean, that's not, my, it's not the best Morgan Freeman impersonation, but whatever. He's like, they don't trust science. But if you trust me, 
get vaccinated because I trust science. And it was so cringy. There's no one, there's no one on the face of this planet who is questioning the vaccine, who will have their minds changed because a guy who played God twice um, told them to go get vaccinated. Like that didn't help anyone. It, it was uncomfortable. So I'm not doing this. This is not my way of saying, look, I got it. I'm fine. You should get it too. Do I think most people should get the vaccine? Yeah, I kind of do think that immunization is the only way forward. Do I see how this ends? Like where the end game is and how many times we have to get vaccinated and all of that? I have no idea. I honestly, I've never been able to see, even though I've been able to predict a lot of the stuff that happened during the pandemic, just based on observation, I've never been able to fully understand how it ends. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I've spoken with professionals. I've spoken with doctors, even on this show. I don't know how it ends. And, and with these variants apparently being way more transmissible and more dangerous to different people, I mean, it's a scary thought. So I don't know. Uh, is vaccination a, a big piece of that puzzle? Yeah, absolutely. Should you get it? I mean, that's your decision. You decide. Uh, I, I would be fully against the government mandating that we do it. Not that I don't think we should. I just think they shouldn't mandate it. But it looks like they will kind of because of the vaccine passports, right? So that's not why I'm doing this. It's just, I mean, this is something that I did, something that happened to me and an experience, and I'm telling you about it. That's basically all it is. And, and I mean, aside from that, everything else is fine. Uh, like, now that the spring is here, I've noticed clients are back, and, I mean, the curfew has gone back to 8 o'clock, and I won't even get into how I feel about that. I think everyone knows how I feel about that at this point. I think it's dumb. Um, <laughs> simply put, it's dumb. The only measure that never went away, even though cases spiked, let's reinforce that measure. Yeah, that's the one that's helping. Stupid. It's just stupid. I mean, I think even at, the, at this point, Legault knows it's dumb. He knows. He, the whole government knows. They just, now they got to double down or else we're going to be like, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it, bro? So, I mean, uh, client work has picked up, so I, I'm probably going to be less, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My, the frequency of the show, I wanted to increase it. Not right now. Uh, I'm having a hard enough time keeping the, the weekly thing rolling because I don't have access to my studio at night because of the curfew. And I'm fucking busy. Like, I'm shooting all kinds of different, excuse me, all kinds of different content. And uh, we had a sketch that came out. I don't know if anyone, I mean, I hope you all saw the sketch. It was a fun sketch that we shot with Pantelis. It was something that we had done it for something else and then we used it for what it was like an internal thing. We used it and then we're like, it's, it's fucking good. We, people, people should see it. We should release it. So we did. Uh, that was a fun sketch to shoot. I mean, it was just me. Uh, the only help I had, I mean, just me. It was, the actors were obviously there. But the only help I had was Spiro, who's never even, I don't think Spiro even knows how movies are made. Like he has no idea. The man is, he's like a man out of time. He's, he's from the 40s. It's, it's incredible. Um, and I was like, listen, man, you hold this long stick, point the microphone at their mouths. And we had like a wireless mic set up. Like I use the same mic. I don't use the same mic. I use the trans, I'm going to make noise for a second. So I have the, right? I have the wireless go that I use. I, I attach it to my shotgun mic. And it effectively gives me wireless shotgun audio, like high quality. So it's great. So there's no wires. There's no mixing. I'm taking care of all of that. Spiro's just pointing. So without Spiro, we would have been fucked. But it came out great, and Poseidon apparently can act. Who knew? Who fucking knew? Honestly, not me. 
Um, and it like Bruno is fucking hilarious. Well, I never met him. I met him that day. We actually had someone else who was supposed to play a secondary role. Uh, but I don't remember what happened exactly. They just couldn't make it that day. So Bruno just like stepped up and we rewrote part of the script on the fly, which is some of the, I mean, some of my best memories from being on set come from having to adapt a script like on the fly due to something like some force measure, like something happened and you just had to adjust for it. And that's, that, that's, that's like, it's exhilarating. You're like, okay, we're fucked unless we figure out a solution. And we did. And it was great. But uh, yeah, so the, ske the sketch is out there. It's on my Instagram. It's on Pantelis, it's Poseidon's. It's everywhere. Um, and I, I mean, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's called, I mean, we all have different titles for it. It's, it's a Depeneur sketch, so you'll find it. It's there. And, uh, guys, I'm, I'm looking outside. It's just too nice. Like, I, I don't want to be in here in the dark. We bought my daughter a new bicycle. I want to be outside with her right now. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to make this a quick episode. That's all it was really. I mean, I got vaccinated. It kind of sucked, but it wasn't so bad, and I'm still here, right? I'm still here to make shows. I'm still here to do stuff. Nothing bad happened to me. I'm not giving off any kind of radiation. No one's tracking me. Uh, should you get it? If you, if you want my opinion, I think you should get it. Uh, if you're under 55, should you get the AstraZeneca? Or don't, don't fucking get that. Like, based on everything that science is saying, if you can avoid it, I know Justin said the best vaccine is the one you have access to, but I mean... If you're in that group that they're saying don't get it, then just don't get it. Don't get it. Get one of the other ones. There's plenty of other ones. And there'll be new ones too soon, you know? So, I, I mean, that's it. That's it. It was a short episode. I'm sorry if I've disappointed you and you had blocked off some kind of long period of time to, uh, to listen to me jibber-jabber. Uh, I will be back next week. I will make up this short episode with a guest. I won't tell you who it is yet. If you want to find out what I'm up to, BattleBattles.com is my website. That's where you can get all the information you need. If you need videos, if you need something for your business, hit me up. Let's talk. Let's see what you can do. Uh, I'm about three weeks, four weeks for lead time. If you like, if you need something tomorrow, I mean, I can try, but it's about three, four weeks. Like, I'm booked for the next three, four weeks, and then it starts to open up, and I can start scheduling stuff. So if you want in before the summer hits, like, you need to call me now kind of deal. My name is Phil Balabanos. Follow me on social media. Check me out on the morning show over on Pantelis Comedy where we talk nonsense with George and Pantelis and Poseidon. I mean, George tells the news. It's, he tries to be serious, but you guys know how it is. I'll see you next time. And uh, I want to give you guys some kind of like heartfelt, ground, earth, like groundbreaking, shattering, epiphanical kind of something to sign off. But I don't have any, so I'll see you next time. listen to fill my hole this podcast is available on youtube in its full video form if you're lazy and you don't want to google it and you don't want to search on youtube balabanos.com hit the podcast section you can subscribe directly to the rss feed there my name is phil balabanos and i'll see you next time